Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Hello and welcome to the Carry Faith On Purpose podcast. I am excited and honored to have, I feel like a long lost soul sister. <laughs> uh, Ashley Goner is with us today. She is a transformational coach and she has her own podcast called Uncover Your Magic. And she is an advocate for empowering young adults and parents to raise a confident generation of up and coming, I would say, leaders and positive manifestors. We have so much in common. Thank you for being here with me today, Ashley. Thank you so much. Talk about in common. It's so fun when you meet like-minded people and you see the path that they're on, and then you can connect like this on a podcast and talk and share it with the world. That is magic to me. So I'm so grateful to be here. And I love that you said that it is magic. It's magical. Even to the point of our podcast covers are like the same color and our what we teach and how we guide people is so similar. It's almost, it's crazy, I feel like. And you are originally, or you live in a place where I grew up for probably 30 years. So uh, you want to maybe just (laughs) tell us where you are coming in from today? Sure. I live in San Diego, right by your mom, right? Yes, it was exactly where, you know, I used to call home in San Diego, California. Have you always lived in San Diego? I grew up in Seattle. So I'm from the Pacific Northwest, just north of you in Portland. Um, Moved to San Diego when I was 20 and, you know, lived here, finished San Diego State and then went um, back to Seattle, did a business with my sister, worked with my dad at his company. He had a, he sold landscape equipment. He invented this machine. And so I helped him kind of like in this, you know, what am I doing in my 20, like early twenties, um, met somebody, went to Montana, but lived there for four years, worked, you know, ran my dad's business still. And then I thought, no, I need to come back to San Diego. This is not, Montana wasn't not for me. So 
packed my stuff, went to back to San Diego, found a job selling DSL filters. Don't ask me even what they are today, but it was like, for me, like that was God saying, okay, this is where you're going to go. You're going to sell you. I don't know what this is, but it'll land you in this place that you're going to meet these people. And at this job, I met this woman that opened my eyes to a lot of, uh, like I am, you know, like writing out your goals and, you know, all the little, I mean, we'd even look at astrology, like our horoscopes and numerology, but she kind of opened my eyes to this stuff. And the company that I worked for, um, wanted everyone to go to this, um, this conference or this seminar called PSI. And I kept thinking, oh, these, I just love my weekends. I wasn't used to, you know, having to go to a job. I was always like self-employed, like my, with my dad at working out of my house. So I had my dog and I thought, oh, I just want to be home on the weekends. But I'd see all these people go to the seminar coming back. And it was like, they act so happy. And they're so like, what is going on? Have they drank some Kool-Aid? And then finally her and I went and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is this is like magic. And it just changed, that just was like the turning point, I think, for me to see that I can have and do and be anything. And we are so powerful and we limit ourselves so much. And it just opened my eyes and I continued on that journey, did all this. There's three different courses that they have up in um, the Bay Area, Um, finished all those, came back, quit my job, had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew that I wanted to make a difference, make people feel good and fell into this. Um, I wrote everything out. Like I said, I am doing all these things that, um, I'm giving people this amazing feeling. You know, I just didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted my own business. So a uh, long story short, um, opened a spa with no money, bought a house, with no money. (laughs) It was when you could buy houses with no money down, like in the early 2000s. And um, I just, this seminar kind of opened my eyes to the possibilities of manifesting and learning that when your vibration is high and you're happy, that is when it comes. Ooh, I love that. So what does PSI stand for? Or who was the the mind behind that seminar? So it's Jane Wilhite was the, um, the Wilhite um, couple, they, um, it's people synergistically involved (laughs) and it's kind of a different, it's been there for so many years. I mean, when I, uh, went up there to the ranch, um, you, you know, you're, you're jumping off the trapeze, you're doing all those kind of things, doing the mountain climb. It's all that kind of thing, but learning your vibration, you know, you learn all these, um, things that we to teach now, you know, and it's all like, all those things that in my mind that I didn't have until I, I was probably, you know, in my early late twenties or 30 and, you know, now fast forward 22 years that I've been able to use that, those tools to create this life. And it's just been like, even finding my husband, I created him, you know, but it's just been an amazing journey. And I feel like, you know, when you learn those tools, to manifest and to create a life that you know that you can have because you can have anything. And we're all here to live on this planet to grow and expand and learn and grow. And, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Exactly. That's what I think I say at the intro of this podcast that we're all just here to learn, grow and evolve together. 
And the sense of how you learned manifesting was at a seminar over the weekend, or no, even before that, was that you just met one person that opened up your eyes, right? And I feel Mm -hmm. like we all just, when we're not searching for that guide is usually when that guide arrives to us. And the way we have come together and started our podcasting journeys in 2020 was through that similar, the same guide, right? Michelle mm-hmm. Soro. So shout out to Michelle Soro for actually, I would say just like watering that seed within us, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. We don't know where we're going to end up, but when you just stay open to anything and everything is when we can start following and paying attention to that intuition. I think right. that intuition is something that when we make a decision and it doesn't really make sense logically, but something feels right in our bodies, mm-hmm. that's when we have to say yes. Right. And that's really the podcast was that for me, for sure. A lot of things in your life that you don't know how to do it, you know, and you just know why, or you just have that feeling that is just telling you in your heart that this is really something. And so many people don't take that as a, you know, as a lead and, you know, follow through and just try If the fear gets in the way and they're so afraid to get through that fear. And once you figure out how to get through that fear, even just that one time, the second time it comes, cause it's going to come up again and again, it just gets, you just kind of gnaw away at that feeling of like, well, I did it that time. You know, and so I think in my life when I've, you know, hit that fear and just like, you know, like Tony Robbins, like kick through the door kind of thing, just go. And once you do that, it gets so much easier and you just have, it gives you this, like, you know, the confidence that, you know, I did it that time, you know, and what if you, what if, what if it doesn't work, you know, then, you know, right. Right. So how would you say if someone's listening and they're, they have fear to maybe do something, but their heads like, I can't do that for me. It was like doing the cold shower thing. I kept telling myself, I don't do cold showers. I don't do cold water. And I caught myself this year saying, okay, that is really a limit that I'm putting on myself. So I just have to change my words and say, And I started doing the cold shower thing. Yes, it's only like 60 seconds, but it's still cold water. And I've tricked myself by saying when it's gushing over my body, like, oh, I love this cold water. I love this cold (laughs) water. It's just like a trick that I must play with myself right? um, with the power of my words. So how would you describe how to push through that door if there's any like tactical tip for someone? Well, I just think, you know, your words that you say to yourself are so powerful. Thoughts become things. Thoughts are, you you create your own reality through your thoughts. You think what, 60, 70 thoughts, 70,000, 70,000 thoughts a day. And they're all the same almost every day. You repeat the same thing. And when you become aware of your thoughts and you can change them just like you did in the shower, you know, if, if so, I always used to say, because when I opened my business, when I opened the day spa, I didn't have a clue. And I just kept saying, you know, fake it till you make it. I just, just get in there and just go kind of like the podcast, mm. fake it till you make it. I really don't know how to do this, but I'm just going to go through it. And you just, if you start shifting that and being aware of your thoughts, first of all, and just in doing that, like tricking your brain and just saying, you know, I am, 
you know, I am this powerful person or I am this podcaster or, you know, I am a business owner and just start really feeling it. And it's all about the feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Feel it, know what it feels like to be that. And if you have to fake it for a while until it becomes reality, then do. I'm all about faking it. I'm all about, I mean, you know, faking yourself and your brain to believing that because that's, you can do that in anything. Right. That's exactly how I have manifested. I feel like because human, um, our identity is the number one driver of all human behavior. So if you're focused on like, oh my gosh, this door is going to be so heavy to kick down, right? It's just like Mm -hmm. breaking a board um, with your hand. If you focus on how hard it's going to be, it's going to be hard. But if you just say, I can do this, I can do this. And even though you might not think you can, just trick yourself until you can actually, until you're doing it. (laughs) Just like the podcast or being a a business owner. You're not really supposed to know the how. No. So do you teach, um, how do you teach the idea of manifestation? Because I know that, you know, we, we all live the idea of manifestation every day, every minute, every thought that we have, but if you have like a strategy to actually teach this idea of manifestation or what is your definition of it? Yeah. You know, I do a few things, but I'm trying to think. So, you know, I teach my girls, um, I try to teach them that they can manifest anything, you know, you create your own reality every day. Like if there's something wrong, well, what did you do? You created that, you know, Mm. ownership of your life and teaching that at an early age is so important to me. And how old are your daughters? If you don't mind, um, the little ones just turned 12 and Paige is 14, Presley and Paige is 14. Um, so when I, so there's the fun way for, so if I was going to teach the girls manifesting, I taught them, um, like that reticular activating system in your brain, you know? Um, so we always play a game where we say like, so for an example, I had a car during the quarantine that became a lemon. And I said to the girls, what if I get a new car? And it was only two years old. And they, and she's, and Paige said, I said, what kind of car would you think we would get? What car? They said a white Range Rover with white interior. And I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, really? And so I said, okay, let's play a game. Every time we got in the car, we'd go look, find the white Range Rovers with white interior. We would go and there they are. They're everywhere, mom. I mean, there, we'd see like 15 just going to the store because that's your, you know, like whatever yeah, you're looking for. I have for, goosebumps like, everywhere whatever, because right? I'm sure you didn't see them before or no. maybe very, very rarely. Right. Mm-hmm. So you just create, you know, it's a game. I could even say, you know, whatever it is. You, so we do that too on the way to school. Like, well, I just want to show them law of attraction, like that the focus, when you, where your focus goes, that, you know, all the energy goes there. So when you think of something, so anyway, long story short, I have a white Range Rover with white interior. Thank you. We did it. <laughs> Yay! And so I would never have imagined, but they said, and it's like, and it almost was like a game to where I wanted to teach them as a mom that, okay, if that's really what you think we're going to create, we're going to create, I'm going to show you how easy it is. So here we go. Then I said, let's go get it. There it was. We mm-hmm. manifested that you can do that with anything. So wow. now that I hope in their mind as a, as a 12 and a 14 year old will say, I remember when my mom, when she was, you know, when I was young growing up, she taught us how to manifest and she, she showed me in like 
four weeks how to create this lemon car and create it, make it into a white Range Rover and with white interior. And it was so fun. And I just love that. That is a story that's going to stay with them forever. And such an impressionable age, I would say, is 12 and 14, because there's so many challenges in, in teenage years, always, but especially now during this new era that we've never had to navigate before, right? And that kids can just go into the cycle of negative thinking very easily because mm-hmm. our brains are wired that way. And to just have that impression and a model, the this way of being, which is manifesting because we're always manifesting. That's what I don't think people really realize. Like, even if you're is stuck in a bad place, you know, depressed or anxious or worried or isolated, you're manifesting more of that. So it's just as easy to manifest the good as we are actually manifesting bad things happening in our lives. Like Abraham Hicks, I follow her and she says, it's just as easy to create a button as it is a mansion or a castle. And so when you think of it that way, you're like, you could, what do you want in life? You know, you can have either one, you, which one do you want? Decide what you want to create. And I, you know, the teaching of the manifestation or manifesting is um, so important is your vibration. I'm a big vibration person because I'm a morning person. And so I wake up early. I do my gratitude that raises my, my vibration. I go on my run. I do my, you know, all my thinking, I do my meditation before, and, you know, I'm raising the vibration up. So then when you're home and ready to start the day, it's like, okay, I'm ready, bring it on. And now your blinders are off. Your head is up. It's not down and you're going to see the magic. And that's when you see those, those intuition feelings or the, those little signs that were always there. Mm-hmm. They've always there, just like the white Range Rovers, right? Mm-hmm. They've always been there, but you don't see them because your vibration and your, you're low, but to wow. start your vibration high in the morning like that, and to teach your kids that I think I mean, they could start with, oh, I'm so tired. You know, the teenagers, you know, uh, you know, this grumpy, grumpy. I'm like, oh no, that's not even allowed in this house. Like you better start, go rewind and go back up to bed and we'll start it again. Because why would you do that to yourself in your day? Because you're only, that's just like showing them in the, like if they're in a bad mood and then they start realizing when I teach them, when you're start low then it's just going to almost catapult to that way. You know, you just keep creating the, this bad negative things because your energy is so low and your vibration is down. So, and then they'll say, mom, remember we started the day bad. Well, this went bad and this I go see, but to have an awareness that you are in charge of that. And that's just like, you're creating your own reality and that's how you create it. So don't you want to create it when you're on a high vibration, you know, and then all the, all the magic comes, all the manifest, you can manifest anything like that. So how, what does your gratitude practice look like? I'm uh, curious because I am a huge, you know, follower of the the research and gratitude and doing my own daily gratitude practice, but I like to hear other people's strategies. Yes. I love it. I'm all about gratitude. The girls have had a gratitude journal since they could write. Uh-huh. Um, and I do too. Um, and I, you know, I just finished that magic book by Rhonda Byrne, that mm. 28 day 
Have you ever done that? I haven't read that. Oh my gosh. And it's a, it's, I highly recommend it. It's really, it changes. It takes your gratitude. You think you think you're grateful to the, the highest level of being grateful. What's you're the like, name of the book so I can add it? It's in the called show. Magic. You know, The Secret, the lady that wrote The Secret, Rhonda Byrne. Okay. It's a, it's called Magic. Um, but I did it with a friend and every, that by like day seven, she said, oh my gosh, I, I'm never been so happy. I'm sick that I know. And it's where we were like realizing we both were so on this high, but you have to write every day, 10 different things. So I used to write five things every morning and I'd try to be really grateful. And I, what I teach the kids are when you're the gratitude is how you feel. It's how did yesterday, not, not, um, your house or the, you know, your school, it's gosh, my, um, the, when my mom and I went on that bike ride, it just made me feel so, you know, whatever healthy, or, mm. you know, I loved spending that time with my mom when we were watching a movie together. I just felt it was so, made me feel so loved. And so you go into those feelings of those moments of your day before and write them down and then you feel it and you're like, Oh, so it's the feeling that takes your vibration up. You can say till you're blue in the face, the things that you're grateful for, but there has to be a feeling in it because the feeling is what projects the, your energy to that next level. So you're open and you're more aligned to more, more things to see that are grateful. I mean, you can sit there and write those 10 things every day for that book, for that um, 28 days. And you're like, Oh my gosh, my pencil or, you know, the, the, whatever you're like, the, you know, the light that I'm looking at, you just start searching, but then it makes, opens your eyes to, oh my gosh, there's so much to be grateful for. Yeah. It's a, it's a positive slippery slope because I have the, do the same technique. No, I don't do the same technique, but I do write down at least 10 things that I'm grateful for every day. And I get to 20 very quickly when I don't realize it. But I never thought about actually doing the reflection on the previous day and associating, writing about the feelings of the good things that happened the day before. So that's definitely something that I'll add to my practice. And this episode is kicking off in January of 2021. So if you don't, the listeners don't have a gratitude practice, I'm definitely going to add the, the book magic to the show notes and just pick up a gratitude practice. When I did a few years ago, like you said, it totally transformed my vibrational state and a lot of good things started flooding to me. So true. I just feel like if people just got that one tool and I don't care if you remember anything else, it all, it will change your life. It'll change the way you see, you know, see your life and how it unfolds. You'll see this beauty of, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, um, you don't, you could look at 2020, for example, you know, some people are going to go, oh my gosh, the, you know, the terrible thing is all oh, the 2020, you know, then I wake up to your, uh, Facebook message today of like, look at what, you know, like that's that you took 2020 and took it to the, the next degree, right? Well, there's a lot of bad things that happen out of 2020. And I think in retrospect, as the months go by and it falls farther away from us, 
Well, we have the choice of how did that year really negatively affect me or how did it positively affect me? So it's really important, I think, even now that we put 2020 behind us, to still focus on all the good that has come out of the year because Mm -hmm. it's like people are going to have, I feel like PTSD, not to even laugh about it, but that people are going to have negative associations with the year, but we can also be empowered to have positive associations with the year through something like a gratitude practice. Totally. You know, and I think when, you know, you look at something, this was so, you know, everybody had to go through it you know, the whole, every single person in this world, it was not, no one was singled out and to have a a universe (laughs) go through something so trans, I mean, it's, it's transformed everybody's life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think the choice to, I mean, thinking of like today's the 31st. So the last day of the year and, you know, looking at, um, you know, we have 365 days in a year and, you know, that's really not that much. And you know how fast it goes. This year flew by and I don't even yeah, know. Even like, having an extra day <laughs> that oh, we dropped that's in right. 2020, but it did. It just you're right. By. 366 leap year. Anyway, I just feel like um, you have a choice every day. And, you know, if you can live in gratitude and really focus on the good and just really, you know, feel that feeling of, you know, look, gosh, look at our life. Like just go outside and look around you, you know, look what you've, you know, you've chosen to come here and learn, you know, be on this planet and love and give and serve and, you know, grow and, you know, look at the family or the friends and the, look at your body and you're healthy and, you know, be so grateful, you know, and I, that just is a game changer to me for sure. It is. I know I've done several episodes of just talking about gratitude, but it's something that I'll never get sick of sharing and talking about because it's a game changer for anything and everything. Um, And I want to move into and talk with you about this idea of alignment, which is very much associated with, I would say, gratitude and manifesting. But what does in your own words, what does it mean to really live in alignment? Well, it's when your vibration is high, you've set your intentions for the day, right? You've done everything in your, like the start of your day is so important. The rituals in the morning are just where you get your alignment and being happy, finding something that makes you happy. You know, my happy thing is to get up and do my, you know, little routine of gratitude, you know, and then go running. And that's when I do have my, that's where I raise my vibration and get into an alignment. And I really feel alignment is that's the level of um, when you're starting to allow things into your life, all the good. Mm. And I mean, you, when you're not, you know, I can, I'm a good sense of somebody, like if I'm with them and I don't feel like their vibration or their alignments, right. And I can see them going down this, you know, the going down, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've, you know, some of the people, you know what I've learned, this podcast has been so fun meeting people, but I learned from one of my guests is to embrace the highs as much as the lows, because when you embrace the lows, that's when you get to the highs faster, but you're still embracing the lows because there's so many lessons in that mm-hmm. and you're going to grow from that. But if you try to get, if you get down to the lows and you're not embracing it, 
then you're going to be stuck there and you're going to keep your, there's no alignment in that scenario, right? But to get back up into alignment is when you embrace the lows and then you gradually get up. And that's just part of life. You know, it's all contrast, right? We, we didn't come here to live in this jolly old, you know, every day's, you know, a bed of roses and it's perfect. We came here to learn contrast or it would be boring. So to learn and to embrace the lows, even when you're not in alignment, I mean, we're all, we're all human. We're not going to be in this perfect vibration alignment every single day. So if you acknowledge that, gosh, you know, I'm like, Ashley, you need to change it up. You know, like you're not, you're way down. So let's bring it up, but to acknowledge it and go, okay, I'm in my, I'm at the bottom here. I'm going to embrace it and go, okay, what am I learning? Like, how did I get here? And then to go back and see from the alignment area <laughs> that I was at at the top and how I, tra- I, I trailed down to this part. Okay. Then next time I'll be more aware of those thoughts that I was thinking the something that triggered me, you know, it could have been my husband saying something that triggered me or the kids and, oh my gosh, the, you know, it was a mess or, you know, something was, but to be aware of your triggers and to be so like, um, you know, when, when you start to see your energy go down, go, okay, I'm not, that's not where, it, that's not where the magic is, you know, but to just really embrace those. Cause I think that's important for people to, that everyone has lows and it's exactly. so important to embrace that. We have to feel the lows in order to feel the highs, I feel like. And, you know, people sometimes question, well, yeah, I can't be happy all the time. Well, it's true. We can't be happy all the time, but we can choose to be happy Mm -hmm. in the moment of feeling down through the use of gratitude, I would feel like, and daily practices and just intentions and affirmations. So, and, but what you said is that awareness key, we, we can't realize our vibrational state unless we're in a state of awareness and observation. Right. And so that's really, I feel like the beginning of all of it. If someone's like, well, what does this whole vibrational state mean? Or choosing to be in higher alignment. It's like, just start being aware. Mm -hmm. Very much. And it's the, the awareness is so much uh, more brighter when you are like, when you're on that high flying disc, like Abraham says, And when you're like, when you've set your intention in the morning and you've, you know, put all your, you know, all the things that you think could happen that day, you know, you don't even go there. You just think of, okay, I'm enjoying the moment being in the present. I love, I mean, living in the now, you know, I tell the girls and my group of kids that I'm helping, you know, they can, if you can look at today as a present, you know, this is a gift. And this is all we get. This is, I mean, this is it, you know, there's not tomorrow. There's not yesterday. This is right now. And if you really can do that and to be in that moment to know that, wow, this is, I'm so grateful for this moment. You know, I'm never going to get this back. This isn't, I'm not going to get this, this one time with you sitting here. This is gone. We'll just get to listen to it. Mm -hmm. Just you talking about being in alignment and talking about happy, like I have this flush of like sensations in my heart. So you obviously are really touching my heart chakra and I feel your energy that you just are so calming and just being in your presence is like a gift. I can feel that 
you're radiating that high vibrational state. This is a question. So thank you. And thank you for this <laughs> well, the present you. moment and being here with me and the listeners. I typically ask all my listeners this question, and you had brought it up about happiness. What is, and you probably already have answered it, but I'm going to ask you again, what is your definition of happiness? Oh, wow. Okay. Happiness. I think when you, it's gratitude. I mean, for sure, that's going to make you happy. And I think the a giving heart and giving, 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 I think is what brings me happiness. And I, what I would always want to teach my girls what to do is have a giving heart. And when you do nothing, nothing of the word happy, I don't think could be a more what you're going to gain from giving, you know? And I think when, when you're happy that everything comes, you know, it's just a, you're in a state of allowing of this beautiful life. And, um, I just, I think, I think I use the word happy a lot. And I, I always say it's get to happy, you know, and right. that's well, when, you know, it's interesting because most people that I have asked that question to on this podcast haven't, they haven't said your response, which is truly, I believe, where ultimate long-term sustained happiness comes from. It is through giving and not expecting anything in return. And just the idea of gratitude, because I've studied it in research, that there are different types of gratitude. And one of the types of gratitude is that altruistic, if I'm saying it right, is the art of giving. Mm -hmm. And that is a state of being grateful of just giving gifts and giving time or giving love without really having um, anything in return, needing that exchange equal exchange. So I love that you bring that up because it is in true alignment with the way you live, with your um, practice of gratitude. So such a beautiful definition of happiness. You know, I feel like in my own experiences with depression and I was really turned around with my own struggle of depression for years and decades. Once I started volunteering my time and well, it was having kids gave me, you know, that purpose to, to get into a higher vibrational state so I could show up for them and the world, but also I found it through giving. I found it through volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. And I feel like, you know, when you teach your girls or you're, you have a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. when you teach your children as a mom or a dad, you know, to give and to always look for something outside of yourself you know, and not look at who, you know, it's as a teenager, you know, that's really the focus. It's so inward Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the social media and all the stuff that they have now, now in this life, you know, if you could teach them that, you know, none of that matters, all it matters is what you can give to somebody, you know, there, I had a rule every day they got out of school, out of the car in the morning that they had to give five compliments a day. Mm-hmm. And they had to find something. I mean, they wear uniforms, so it wasn't. You know, you can you can look. Maybe she has earrings on, or maybe you heard overheard that she had a soccer game, and you know, ask her. You know, tell her. You know, I heard you did really good, or you know, something. You have to find five people. And I wanted that. I wanted to teach them that because it was. You know, these kids these days. You know, really come. You see them. Like heads are down in their phones. They. You know, I always say the blinders are on, but I really see 
kids these days with blinders on and now masks, you know, like Mm -hmm. now they're really covered up, but to, you know, to be an outward person and be about giving and making them happy. And it's funny because when they started doing it, when they were probably second grade, whenever they could understand that, um, they would come back and I'd ask them who the five people were and what they said and everything, but they would always say they never said anything back. And I said, that's not why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So keep doing it. And I don't care what they say back, but to learn that in life at that age, and to learn about that it's all about giving and making someone happy, you know, that's what gives you the hap. That is pure happiness to me. Wow. And that's really just, that's your purpose, I feel like, is just to teach that idea. I mean, and to teach to your kids at such a young age is so empowering. So I want to talk a little bit about how you're, you know, moving forward with your mission and teaching this idea of raising confidence in everyone, right? So who specifically are you um, helping with this idea of raising confidence? Well, it came from, so, you know, I've always, the podcast has been such an amazing outlet of, you know, trying to make an impact. And I'm just like, you know, just being at the age I am and what I've learned and all the things that, you know, I really want to pass, pass along to, I mean, especially the young kids now, because I know if I knew what I knew, what I know now Mm -hmm. at 14 or 15, even 12, 11, um, it, my life could be completely different. My choices would be my, you know, even knowing your core values, that that's one of the things in my raising confidence is, you know, teaching core values and really making your life a little, your decisions in life, when you're aware of your core values, you know, it's so much easier. It's like your, your GPS system becomes. Yeah. You, I think that's so powerful because we all make decisions based on our values, but we're not really aware of them. Even as adults, we're just walking around and our values are so ingrained in us that we don't even realize it. So just that one principle is life-changing. Yeah. And the, you know, your limiting beliefs, you know, teaching, um, you know, being aware of what you're, you know, what you've learned since you were little, what your parents program, your programs, everyone has them being aware, writing them down, switching them up, and being like that, knowing those triggers, being aware of the triggers that you'd see, but people don't, you could say, oh, you know, my mom always did that and made me feel so inadequate, never made me feel like I could do anything. Okay. Change that story. That's just a story. And if you want to keep talking about it, then it's going to continue being your story, but Mm -hmm. let's change it. You know? So anyway, raising confidence came from, you know, wanting to teach these kids, which I have a group now that I teach. And I just, it's just a giving class. I mean, we call it magic moments. Every day I send them a long text that they have to copy and paste and send it back. We have a magic moment um, group text with all of us in it. And we have to write our magic moment. So they have to look at it like kind of like the the Range Rover thing. Like 
you know, what, what did you see today that you created because you were in such high vibration? Cause I teach them how to get high in vibration, get an alignment. And then what was your magic moment? So they all share their magic moments in this group. And it's so fun. Like I saw a rainbow the other day and like, that's my magic moment. Or I took a picture of the sunrise and there was a hummingbird that came in like froze. And I'm like, oh my gosh, just even, I mean, those little things, even in nature are magic moments to open kids' eyes like that. And to give them, I mean, the raising confidence kind of, it came from, you know, it's kind of a play on words, but I feel like to have confidence right now in this, especially now in this in this pandemic where these kids have been on their computer since March. I mean, no sports, you know, no social stuff, you know, this is hard. I mean, this is their childhood, you know, know. you can't take your childhood back. You can't do, you can't, there's no do-overs and, you know, to gosh, to give these tools to make them think, okay, this is for a reason. Everything's always working for me, not to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And to look at it and what can I do? Like, even I was laying in bed with Presley last night and I said, I want you to think of something that you want to do. And let's think of five things every morning that and to, instead of like writing a goal down, let's, we write the goal, but we need to have action to what the action steps. You can write goals all day long, but if you don't have action behind it and for teach, teaching them that they can throw, you know, we make our vision boards and, you know, you can look at that all day long and that's great. But to put action behind those words or those pictures and to take action at 12, 14 years old and learn now when you get to, you know, out of high school, when I don't have you anymore and you're making your own decisions, that I trust that I did it, my best job to give you those tools. And that's really what raising confidence confidence is, is teaching these parents um, to give, to show them that give these tools and to open their eyes that they can have anything and to stop looking at their life as, as, you know, victim maybe would be, you know, like being the victim versus the victor, you know, everything's the, you know, teaching them to say, you know, the glass is half full, you know, in life. Exactly. It's needed more than ever. I mean, especially with all of our kids, like you said, they're very resilient, but at the same time, how are we empowering them and giving them the tools besides just the knowledge, the the factual information that's coming through and most of them are on a computer right now. Our kids need more and more of those positive life skills that we learn the hard way. I feel like as parents <laughs> that were from a different century, right. And a different era, it's just so, so, um, impactful work that you're doing and how can the audience get in touch with you or work with you or learn more about all the magic that you have to share? Oh, um, they can email me, um, Ashley Goner at gmail.com. Anything. I have my Facebook with my, my name, Ashley Goner, and then the Instagram. And I have, um, the podcast, the uh, podcast, your magic and I'll leave all magic, that. my favorite thing, but, um, and then the raising confidence. I have my free masterclass. That's going to be in, in January, the end of January. 
And um, I'm sure we can put it in the show notes. They can, it's in my um, in my bio on Instagram. They can you know find me and message me, and to get information. But it's free, and I just I just have this in my heart that I want to teach these parents how to instill empowerment and you know make these kids just feel like you know this time is you know this is their childhood. But gosh, to give these tools and oh the the what you would inspire them to be and to start dreaming big and know that they can that no dream is too big, you know, and to put the action behind it and teach them the rituals of gratitude. Huge. Those are gifts that right now, if you look at it as a parent, I tell the kids like, so today's magic moment group, the it was, you know, this is the last day of 2020. Um, tell me what you accomplished as if it's done. I want to hear, I want to see five things. So I write their little dots out and now they copy and paste and, but it's already happened. So you're Mm -hmm. telling me, and it's 2021 new year's Eve. So we've already gone a year. What did you accomplish? So they wrote it. Oh, I mean, talk about goosebumps and why I'm doing this and what gives me purpose and what wakes me up at four in the morning to get up and do these magic moments with them. I mean, that is like, when you know your passion about something, Oh, I do it all day long. And it's just unlimited fuel for you to go out and make a difference. Oh, I love it. Just to see that change in these young children's lives and you're changing generations, I feel like. So thank you for that. This really, really important skill and magic that you're just sharing with everyone. It's, it's truly a blessing. And I just want to thank you for your time of being here the last day of 2020. This will be airing the beginning of 2021, but it's not too late to get a hold of Ashley and join her masterclass. Thank you so much. I loved being here. I love talking to, I mean, it's like I've known you forever and it's been just a blessing and I'm so grateful and I'm excited to, you know, watch your journey as we go on and, you know, see how, you know, amazing things you do and you make a difference in everything you do. I'm, I'm just blessed to know you and have crossed paths and know that one day you'll come and see your mom and I'll get to meet you. Yes, we will join in person in the near future. I have a feeling of that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together, we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.